I've definitely seen many psychological conditions benefit from massage from depression to anxiety to postpartum depression. Um, Also, post-concussion syndrome is another big one. Greetings, hello, good day. I want to welcome you to the True Hope Canada podcast, True Hope Cast. My name is Simon, I'm going to be your host. True Hope Canada is a mind and body based supplement company that is dedicated first and foremost to promoting brain and body health through non invasive nutritional means. And more now than ever, people are looking for ways to support their brain health. And this is a huge part of what we're trying to do at True Hope Canada. Our current series of episodes on this podcast are discussing how different therapists and practitioners are applying their profession towards mental health. For more information about True Hope Canada, you can visit us at truehopecanada.com and you can also find us on all the usual social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MeWe, etc. Just search for True Hope Canada and you will be uh, connected. We've got another lovely guest with us today, um, registered massage therapist Kayla Ruddock. And we're going to be talking about how professional massage engages with the nervous system to support mood disorders such as anxiety and depression. Kayla works and practices in Kamloops, British Columbia. She's also a yoga teacher and a birth doula. Kayla graduated from the West Coast College of Massage Therapy in 2010, worked in Vancouver for four years, and now... um, works and practices in Kamloops. Kayla's got a love for further educating herself as she continues her understanding of human anatomy and physiology and has a focus within her practice in cranial sacral techniques, visceral manipulations and myofascial therapy. Kayla's fascinated by the human form and its capacity for homeostasis and healing. She feels incredibly honored to have a career in manual therapy and um, support her clients on their path to wellness. So First of all, Kayla, thank you so much for being with us today. And my first question, as always, is how are you? Hi, Simon. It's a pleasure to be here. And actually, I'm quite wonderful today. How are you? I'm doing good. We've had a lovely bit of snow and we've got this really funky sunlight cloud snow situation happening here in Kamloops today. And considering I've only been living here for a few weeks, I've seen about 50 different types of sky out there. And it's really beautiful to be here. Um. So why don't you tell us a little, about, a little bit about you, your journey into becoming um, a therapist and a healer? Yeah. Um, so I feel pretty blessed by the fact that uh, massage therapy was a calling for me. Um, I think I was 11 or 12 years old. I didn't even know what a massage therapist was. And that's what I wanted to be. Um, I was in a high school play and they had a write-up on all the actors and I still have the little play script that said Kayla Ruddock would like to be either a professional piercer or a registered massage therapist and um, I've, I've followed that dream and I am so glad I did. It's been a career that has um, truly uh, been my passion and has uh, truly given me purpose in life. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, yeah, I took a little bit of time yesterday to do a little bit of like research on PubMed and GreenMed Info for just searching for massage and stress and looking kind of what publications came out. And the results were quite incredible. So many you know, scientific-based studies done for massage and, and stress, whether that's um, anxiety, postpartum depression, insomnia, autism, pain, so much research out there. Um, 
And there's no question, especially if you have had a good quality massage in the past, that a professionally applied massage session can change so much your in, internal environment, whether that's physical or um, psychological. So, Kayla, in your experience, what types of psychological conditions can benefit or you've seen benefit from from massage i've definitely seen many psychological conditions benefit from massage from depression to anxiety to postpartum depression um also post concussion syndrome is another big one that has a lot of benefit from massage therapy it's amazing um with what has been done with research um Massage therapy has been shown to increase oxytocin. Oxytocin is a neuropeptide that um, mediates mood and social interactions. Um, it's been shown to increase serotonin, to increase dopamine, um, and to decrease uh, norepinephrine and cortisol, both two major hormones of stress. Amazing. So massage, as you say, like... The in your own personal experience with clients as well, the science is going to back that up as well, that massage is going to take that individual into a parasympathetic rest and digest place where the body's actually going to be able to heal and create that homeostatic environment that you know we're kind of all looking for. Do you have a particular type of injury or issue that you, you see, see more of? Um. I wouldn't say a particular injury. Um, however, what I do see a lot of is our chronic North American posture. A lot of us are sitting for multiple hours a day. What that does is it really shortens the muscles of the chest. It shortens the hip flexors and um, creates some stagnation in the abdomen. Um, serotonin, uh, which is a major mediator of depression and mood, um, a lot of, or about, I think 90% of the serotonin is found in the gut. So if you don't have proper gut health because you're sitting all day and you're not getting a lot of blood flow or you don't have great, um, kind of nerve health in that area, definitely, um, you're, you're going to perhaps be affected by depression. Yeah, absolutely. I think no, that's that's a, that's a great answer. And I was just thinking, as you know, as you as you mentioned posture, I immediately like you know put my shoulders back mm. and try and sit up properly. But you know, if we are like kind of slumped down a little bit, we're restricting our upper body and our abdomen, and we're going to be inhaling a lot less oxygen. And absolutely. That's gonna, yeah, and that's yeah. going to create a stressful environment in the body because the body's like, what the heck's going on? You know, oxygen levels aren't aren't high right now slipping into that stress state that we spoke about so absolutely i'm sure you the, the the pain and injuries and discomfort that people come in to talk to you about i'm sure one of the first things that you look into is like how someone sits or how someone stands and how someone spends their day yeah and that also that kind of north american posture creates a lot of pain throughout the upper back mid back even the low back and as we all know someone who's dealing with that general achy tension or pain in their body that also affects mood so um helping postural awareness helping to calm the sympathetic nervous system bringing the body more into that parasympathetic rest or digest are all super important things that massage therapy can do yeah that's awesome and i i've personally had a couple of sessions with kayla very very recently and i've had a lot of massages from a lot of different practitioners and um 
just taking that time in the beginning of our sessions to yeah, look at my posture and have the conversation around, you know, how am I spending the majority of my day? How active am I? These are obviously huge questions because, you know, I might be you might be having a session for an hour with, with a practitioner, but there are many, many hours outside of the of that of that one hour therapy session that, that are gonna, you know, really contribute to somebody's pain and ailment. Yeah, you know, the body doesn't lie. So it's, I think it's so important to have that kind of postural view before a session to see and, and really just ask like, oh, what does, what does this body have to tell me? Um, cause the body, it's just so incredibly wise and smart and it will lead you to where it needs the treatment. Um, also I think the health history is also super important. Um, just, just to know what goes on in that body's life day to day um what position is someone taking on a regular basis any hobbies they have any previous injuries what medications all those things really factor in to help create a really um a a treatment that is specifically for that one person rather than just like a you know prescription recipe massage sure so the things that you discuss in your intake form and you know pre-massage obviously so important into how you're actually going to apply the the therapy session itself yes yeah and some of those big factors again can you just repeat some of those so like the big things you look at before you even like you know make contact uh well um any major accident injury fracture or operation or major scars for sure even if it doesn't pertain to the issue that um, that person that individual is coming in with that day um, that that really tells a, a story and we often don't realize how these surgeries or accidents or fractures how they can affect and impact the whole body in in Western medicine, I find we tend to divorce the parts of the body. We have a specialist for this one area or that area, or we're looking at a certain muscle. And really the body is 360 degrees interconnected, head to toe, side to side. Um, so we have to look at all of the body and look at it as a holistic being. And from there, I often feel like a little detective putting together clues from uh, like I said, accidents, injuries, any illnesses that someone has had, perhaps they've been bedridden for uh, with a pregnancy for six months, that, that really impacts the body. Perhaps they've um, had digestive issues throughout their life. I want to know what's going on with the body that way. And then also, also very important is to know kind of what position the body's in from a day-to-day basis, if there's any repetitive strain or stress. Um how active someone is and then also uh, medications what they're on what they're treating and if there is any um, mood disorders or um, some if someone's experiencing any um, challenges with if they're a woman with their menstrual cycle yeah obviously everything's so interconnected and I love the fact that you mentioned that yeah the body is so beautifully it's just working together the whole time i've got a personal like a story with that you know like i I broke my clavicle my right clavicle playing soccer when i was like 21 and for the last 15 years massively aged myself there but 15 years i've experienced um like right hip pain right knee pain and right ankle pain 
and you know maybe 10 15 years ago you know i'd have that have that pain in a different area and just immediately think that it's isolated and the pain in my right knee is because of my knee and and that's where it needs to be focused and treated but no like you know i need to be taking into consideration i had a really serious um accident that would have affected the whole of my body and now that i know now i know that there are things that i do that affect my hips that pull on my muscles that affect my knee and towards my upper body as well so yeah everything being super connected and knowing that pre pre-session is obviously vitally important and obviously checking people's um prior illnesses and medications as well it's just you know part, part of being a responsible professional um therapist what percentage would you say of your clientele experience mental health related conditions especially like let's just consider now like we're in the early parts of 2021 after the most insane year um no in a normal year anxiety depression stress is high anyway have you noticed a big difference i would say everyone um 10 years ago when i first got into practice um i was actually surprised at the amount of people who were experiencing um mental health challenges and um now it's even more definitely if not anything clinical but definitely um as the the climate of our world has changed as uncertainty has come in um everyone who walks through my door is experiencing a decrease in mood or is just expressing challenges that they're having especially with their mental health and i'd, I'd have to say anxiety depression are are at an all-time high yeah i think it's actually like just walking around it's really palpable that mm. energy and I, and I actually i consider you a very energetic person that's my experience with you personally and as a practitioner and for people like that you know you, you can just look or just feel a room or a person mm-hmm. and you feel that you feel that energy energy and i feel i've got a little bit of that too but and, and yeah it's like you can you can just tell that out there right now it's 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 just pe- people are scared people are anxious people yeah. are stressed out and um whether that's massage or acupuncture or a workout routine doing something active Absolutely. to self-serve yes is is vital now more more than ever mm-hmm. um back to the, the back to massage and the therapy i personally think when i think of that i think of my main reason for massage and acupuncture and anything that i do for my body back pain is like a main reason i personally seek you know massage therapy and i'm sure that's super common for a lot of people are the psychological benefits that you know you mentioned all those um neurotransmitters you know that are, are exhibited during a massage you know the, the happy hormones we can call them are those psychological benefits just this added bonus of you know being taken care of physically and emotionally you know during that hour session yeah i think um i think the investment into mental health actually happens when you take that time for yourself when you you know either if you're paying it for by by yourself or if you have medical coverage if you're taking the time to submit your receipts to do all that stuff um it's it's all an investment into yourself that's you're taking care of yourself which is just an added bonus and then yeah like a a lot of people come in for back pain and then end up seeing um the results of increased mental health 
Yeah, that's and relaxation yeah. really. I mean, if it feels good, you're more, you're going to have the tendency to do that again as well. So that's an added bonus of of having people recognize that they're not just coming in to fix an injury; they're also coming in and and getting extra added bonuses such as increased mental health. Yeah, that's awesome. And we um, we did a, our first po- ever podcast was on acupuncture and how just being kind of sat in a chair or lying on a on a therapy bed you can't go anywhere and apart from like going to sleep or passing out asleep at night usually quite late into the quite late into the day and after watching screens for so long when do we ever really take that time Mm -hmm. for ourselves to sit or lie down and just you know be with ourselves and you know we're going into an hour massage or another therapy session you're kind of forced forced to take that time for yourself and how how wonderful that can be mm-hmm. that release mm-hmm. and to be taken care of by somebody and you know, especially when you get a really good practitioner that's um got that energetic feel for you um i think that's really 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 wonderful and you know i've met some amazing practitioners who can really feel what's going on with somebody like they've got this kind of added sense that we've kind of spoke spoken about um can you talk to us a little bit about the kind of energetic frequency aspect to massage? Because we've spoken, we've had a, we've had a few conversations on this podcast already about like that 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 energetic frequency side of things that you know every, everything every cell of our body emits a, a frequency and different parts of our body when it's out of sync or um, out of line that we can consider that pain or dysfunction or disease in in some some aspects um and what we're trying to do is create create homeostasis and we're trying to create like that frequency to be in rhythm and in time in how it wants to be can you um like touch on that in regards to to massage yeah there's many rhythms in the body um i think the heart emits its own electromagnetic resonance um it's so cool. Like it's autorhythmic. So even if it was disconnected from your brain, your heart would still beat with and, and does with no neurological input. Um, you've got the resonance of of the neurological sim- system and the brain. Um, and then you've got this neat rid- rhythm called the craniosacral rhythm um, where you can palpate kind of the, the flow of cerebral spinal fluid. Um, so massage therapy is so incredibly powerful because it helps entrain all that. It helps bring it down and, and definitely sedate it to a point where if it's too high, it brings it down. If it's too low, it brings it back And there. I think, I believe actually there is a lot of research on that. And energetically, I mean, yeah, you do just as a practitioner feel things. I think, um, I often get the question of like, oh man, is your body sore after massaging for so long? And actually, you know, as a practitioner, if I take care of myself and I do do yoga and go to the gym and meditate on a regular basis, um, my body actually feels quite fine. But what I do find that the the um, aspect of my job that can get pretty heavy is that energetic <laughs> um, aspect of it where sometimes things are heavy and you do really, um, you can really take that on and can really feel that. So are you talking about like when somebody's coming into you and they're 
energy is just like whether it's yeah down or whether off. they're having chronic pain or sometimes you can have what's called an emotional release where you're massaging a part of the body and someone will just start to um experience deep sadness or they'll just start to cry or they'll laugh and it's a real um you can't really there's nothing to really explain it other than they're just having an emotional release often the person who's experiencing it doesn't even have a particular memory or a why about it but it's almost like this burst of energy where their body just releases whatever is being held in that area and um it's it's such an honor to be able to witness um and it, it can also be pretty pretty intense yeah i can absolutely imagine that that's really cool um how much of what um what the client does your clients what how much of what they do outside of the treatment room yeah plays a factor into you know their own their own healing because absolutely yeah yeah. i think it's everything um i've i've had um people come to see me and then all of a sudden they've started to um engage in other activities in their life such as going to the gym or going for a walk on a regular basis maybe it's going to counseling and and just those things that people do outside of the treatment room absolutely i've seen basic miracles happen with people um sometimes i feel like a keystone habit like just uh like the habit that everything else hinges off of so sometimes someone will start going to massage and then that feels really good and they keep on investing their time and their money into that and then they want to do more things that make them feel good they want to do more things that add to that frequency of healing and well-being and and once that kind of train starts going man it, it just it goes and and some of the things that i've seen have been absolutely amazing that's really cool um yeah when it comes to obviously there's so much um personal responsibility you know if you're actually going to take the time to make an appointment and go and see somebody for you know something you're experiencing that's that's a wonderful thing to do but the responsibility doesn't you know end there Mm. you know you're going to go and see a practitioner for an hour a week maybe there's so many more hours where you are you know you're still with your own body that body that may be experiencing pain or discomfort or something and you've got this big responsibility on yourself to do those to do the things outside of the session that's going to help complement it yeah and i think with massage therapy one of the the true gifts of it is is bringing awareness so often we're um, disembodied and especially with depression that's a main symptom of it is that we're not really feeling our body as much anymore and um, I think with our really fast-paced instant gratification kind of um, lives that we live we end up being a little disconnected from our body and disconnected from the messages that it has for us and massage therapy that that touch really helps us re-engage with what is our body telling us what are we actually feeling I can't tell you how many times I'll start I'll be drawn to an area and start massaging it and my my client is like oh wow I didn't even have any idea that that area was sore so um definitely I think a, a real benefit of the massage is that um not only are you investing the time but you're also reconnecting with your body and you're able to have more awareness of what's going on. And then you're better, better able to um, make decisions in your life um, that will further serve that. Great. And how, how important do you think it is to, you know, to 
to commit to going to see a therapist on a regular basis rather than like you know you're going for back pain and you book a massage because you heard that could release some of it and you know some people might be disappointed that their back pain is not completely eradicated after an hour session how important is it to you know to keep up the practice and create that relationship with a therapist well here's my terrible metaphor (laughs) (laughs) um we often treat our cars better than we treat our bodies Uh if you're just driving your car you know once a week and you're within the speed limit then you know maybe you don't need to have a tune-up all the time or change the oil but if you're putting some good mileage on your body um or you know you're driving a sports car then you're gonna want to have a little bit more um you have more tune-ups have more oil changes and that's where i think complementary alternative medicine comes in if you are um if you have more injuries if you've had more surgeries like if you know depending on what's gone in on in your life if you're playing lots of sports or if you're sitting for many hours through the day you're probably going to want to have to do a couple more tune-ups on your body and that means seeing your whatever works for you I mean I think it's great to try many different practitioners and of many different therapies and find the things that I mean you your body knows you will know what feels good for you and what is what is really helping you and you will know what maybe doesn't feel so great so finding a few practitioners and a few therapies that really help you and continuing um to engage in them uh but i you know i always tell my clients like your body will know when to come back and so staying staying connected with your body and and making those appointments when your body feels ready awesome yeah again like it's a big commitment to if you if you really if your pain or discomfort is at a point where you you know it's giving you those internal messages to actually go and do something about it you need to be really be honoring that that message from the body and yeah it's again it's a self-commitment thing yeah and and not only that i mean often these these things these chronic things that we come up with back pain or um uh chronic overuse syndromes uh it didn't take a day or a week even or even a year sometimes to create them so it's it's going to take a little bit longer to fix them than just one session it's a great start and it's a great awareness and um yeah definitely asking for homework from your practitioners um is a great idea i think as well because like we talked about having that agency to help yourself out and often um especially as a massage therapist we do a lot of work with giving people remedial exercises so that they can um, be empowered to to take care of themselves when they're not in their session do you think there are any um or if there are one or I'm sure there's one or many but like is there a specific other therapy that really complements well with massage um well in my experience um yes i'd say a really uh great uh registered acupuncturist um can work wonders um as well a really good chiropractor chiropractor acupuncture nice. yeah 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 i think uh, obviously in my experience as a nutritionist i've often seen many of my clients they like to go towards kind of like one practice and kind of mm-hmm. stick with that rather than being um, you know dabbling in different areas to you know support different parts so you know someone might be taking care of your nutrition but you know maybe someone else needs you need some support with your your physiotherapy or yeah that acupuncture piece you know so it's there's and there's amazing practitioners all over the world now and pretty much every city so yeah, not just getting stuck on one practice. And I think I was going to ask you now about um, what's 
obviously you live and practice in Kamloops very difficult to do a zoom massage mm-hmm. um but you know for people who aren't the people who are listening who aren't in Kamloops and they're looking for for a practitioner a, ther- a massage a registered massage therapist what kind of things should they be looking for because they're a good they're a good therapist and they're a bad ones yes um so definitely like we talked about before someone who really takes the time to do a thorough health health history um someone who actually looks at and palpates your body before the massage who's gonna kind of see where your body's at right now um uh and i think um when you're getting a massage someone who and i mean we're all definitely i have been um guilty of this but someone who doesn't talk too much someone who gives you the time to really sink into your treatment i mean there are times when people want to talk and that's great but also to be able to really sink into your experience and and take that time for yourself without hearing your therapist's story about their day or you know um I think someone also who uh engages the tissue of your body in a way that is respectful and in a way that um works into it rather than just like you know when people have a feel for things and definitely trusting your own internal wisdom if it feels good it probably is and if it doesn't it probably isn't yeah you could probably get a feel pretty much right away from meeting a therapist whether you know it's it's kind of gonna go well yeah and someone who who listens to you i think is is absolutely important yeah i think as any any therapist in any modality that would be key yeah absolutely that person's coming to see you because they need support they need help and they need that you know high level of, of respect that goes along with that i'd like to talk about fascia I think fascia is very, very cool, and I've heard it described in different ways. Um, can you give us a little rundown on fascia and what it is and how important it is to um, take care of it? Yeah. Great. I love this. Fascia is amazing. So fascia is connective tissue. Um, it runs through your body from head to toe. It, uh, it surrounds every blood vessel, muscle fiber, individual muscle, bone. It's, it's pretty much um, the structure of your body. We often think about our bones as holding the structure of our body, but it's actually the fascia. Um, if you took everything out of every bone, everything out of your body and just left the fascia there, it would still maintain the form of a body. So you would be able to tell that that was a body. It's so incredibly strong. I think it's 3,000 pounds of pressure per square inch to move it. Um, It's so strong that you could take the fascia from one body and basically hang a one-ton truck off of it. Wow. Yeah. Um, So it is incredibly important in our body. We're now finding tons of new things about it. I mean, we used to just kind of especially in like a cadaver lab, they just take it away and not even look at it. But now we're finding more and more how integral it is to our body and to our structure and to our health. Um, It actually transmits information from the body to the brain faster than our nervous system does, like multiple times faster. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So... um, That's really cool. It's very cool. So fascial health, especially from... 
for me <laughs> in, in my job is, is pretty much everything. Um, and what I do as a massage therapist, I mean, working with myofascia is to really help it be functional, help it have continuity and help it um, be movable pretty much. Uh, it can get stuck on itself. It can get stuck on things. Um, the body is so smart. It, it wants to... It wants things to be easy. So if your body is sitting in a certain position or is, has maintained a certain position for any length of time, especially over 10 to 12 hours, the body will start laying down little fibers of fascia to help like basically lock it down. Um, so if you're not engaging in regular movement, your body will actually lay down fibers to help you stay in that position, which I mean, isn't exactly that functional and can add to a lot of pain syndromes or a lot of postural dysfunction yeah that makes a lot of sense if we were to be you know we don't really want to be it sounds like that's a defense mechanism to you know lay down that those layers to keep that rigidity to kind of protect but obviously we're not built to yeah and sit i and be stuck i would really um a man who i deeply admire his name is gil headley g-i-l H-E-D-L-E-Y. Um, he's an anatomist and he actually has a little, I think a YouTube video called The Fuzz, which shows exactly that if you're not uh, weak of the stomach. Sure, I'll make sure there's a link to that in the show notes, but I can kind of imagine already what, what kind of video that is. Yeah. But that kind of stuff's super fascinating. So fascinating. No doubt about it. Yeah. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about now, you've obviously got like there's relaxing massage, there's deep tissue, and obviously we've got different types of tissue, whether that's you know, just the, the skin, fascia, muscles, and even deeper. You know, there's obviously some potential organ palpation when it comes to massage as well. Can you talk to us a little bit about maybe the difference between, you know, you focusing on the fascia of a muscle organ area of the body versus like, you know, like muscle, like that, that, that deep muscle? Yeah, so um, when you're working with muscles, you're more working with Swedish massage. You're working to affect the muscle spindles. You're working to affect the Golgi tendon organs. And so that's more your traditional massage with oil. You're doing a lot to increase circulation, um, you know, stroking techniques, um, a little bit of trigger point release. And um, so that will help to really lengthen the muscles. Uh, with fascia, it actually is a lot, um, a lot, it takes a lot of patience um, because you have to put the time in to do, to work with the fascia. Um, so to, to affect the fascia, you'll have to do slow, deep, sustained pressure. Generally, you're not working with oil um, and you're, you're assessing the tissue with your hand and then you're engaging into the tissue and finding the areas where it wants to go and then the areas of restriction then you would engage the tissue into the area of restriction and hold till you find a release and often that takes anywhere for from two to three minutes wow that's like a lot of attention in that one area and yeah you're having to just like really probably be really subtle with that touch and being really um cognitive of like those like really subtle small micro movements yeah the touch isn't exactly subtle anybody who's had myofascial release um <laughs> it can be actually quite intense um often there's like a heat response generated um but definitely you do have to be very as a therapist be very tuned into the subtleties of the body um for sure cool 
Um, and just to kind of wrap this up in regards to the nervous system, obviously here at Trope Canada, we're all about trying to um, promote mind and body health. Um, and every single you know structure that we've spoken about when it comes to the human body and massage, everything is obviously innovated with nerves and connected to our central nervous system, which ultimately is going to really predict whether we're going to be in a stressful, sympathetic fight or flight state or we're going to be in a kind of more rest and digest. And obviously we very organically and naturally fluctuate between the two nervous systems. And when it comes to a fight or flight response, you know, we're only really designed to do that in a very short period of time. Um, but it sounds like massage really beautifully connects dependent from what I hear on the therapist who really can make that connection with that person and that body and that energy and that frequency that person's experiencing really long-winded question but um can you kind of like maybe sum up or wrap up the whole idea around massage touch and how that can ultimately engage that rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system response that that type of therapy really helps because not many people walk in not many people book a therapy session sort of massage therapy session because they're feeling anxious it's usually pain or aches but obviously what we've spoken about today it can really support somebody's physical and mental health to just lay there and really be connected with it with a good practitioner yeah so definitely the connection with the practitioner um however above that is the amazing research that we have to show that massage therapy um medium touch massage um helping to decrease the hypertonicity in the body the tension in the body increases oxytocin serotonin dopamine and it really decreases those stress hormones of um, norepinephrine and cortisol they did a study where they tested people's saliva um, before and after and continue to test it for a few weeks and oh, sorry the, before and after a massage yeah yeah and the cortisol levels in their saliva markedly went down um and and cortisol is a, a huge moderator of the fight or flight um the fight or flight response in the body um on top of that i i do really want to speak to the fact that um anxiety and depression are physical we feel them in our body and and sometimes it's kind of i feel like it's kind of the chicken or the egg question what came first did what we're doing in our lives create the tension in our body which then created the loop of the kind of adrenaline axis where we're having that adrenaline cortisol we're really aware that we're feeling tense our body's producing that um is is it did like we can really affect one or the other you can affect the adrenaline and the cortisol response by letting go of the tension in the body often with depression and anxiety you have that chest tension mm -hmm. you're not breathing fully um, i think one of the first things that happens when you go into a fight or flight response is that we really breathe apically we breathe to the top of our chest and with massage we really can encourage the muscles of respiration to relax so that we're able to take nice deep full breaths um so we're we're creating a really great physical environment for that fight or flight to not happen. Wonderful. And yeah, and obviously feelings of stress, anxiousness, depression, you know, these things, you know, we, we're, I believe we're, we're, we're supposed to experience them on some level. 
but it obviously gets to the point where yeah we're having this significant loop that's always on on always on play and it gets to you know it can get to a position where we're in an environment or we're thinking something or we're feeling something that's immediately triggering triggering us to get into that state and there are so many wonderful ways that we can help ourselves get out of that continual kind of subconscious loop mm-hmm. and i've had a personal experience with this massage therapy is without question one of those things i just love getting on that bed closing my eyes for that hour and just like all i need all i need to do for that hour is just focus on my breathing and mm-hmm. working with a practitioner and i think maybe we can just touch briefly on the breath as well because i've had massages in the past where sure it's been painful but my breathing is rather than working with the t- working with the pressure i'm kind of maybe resisting and, and i'm like locking up a little bit and i can definitely feel that that's just definitely not helping mm-hmm. but now i kind of like like to i like to breathe with the pressure and i kind of need to like let not just the area go but the areas around it to kind of make it a little bit a little bit more loose and just allow that area to just like okay listen it's okay we're in a safe space here we can let go a little bit here mm-hmm. just so we're actually getting that that, that focus that attention and that, that therapy on that area can you just touch on a little bit about like how important you know it is for you as the patient but also the therapist to work with you in regards to like making sure that you're breathing properly during that session because it can be that can be quite painful moments especially when it comes to massage yeah it can it can definitely be uncomfortable but if the if the person on the table isn't able to let go then the massage therapist is just fighting their body so i think it's definitely a lot of communication between practitioner and um and client to really uh help to bring mindfulness bring awareness to the area and um for the therapist to be able to encourage that their client to breathe through it and to relax into it and to know when too much is too much. Um, I, I really, um, no pain, no gain is really not something that actually applies to massage. And, and there can be some, some times where things are uncomfortable, but it's gotta be, you gotta be able to breathe through it and you can't be tensing your muscles towards it. Those are my two main, main things that I always tell the people who are on my table is that if, like I just said, if you, if you can't, if you're having to change your breath and you can't, you're holding your breath or you're holding your muscles to my touch, then you need to let me know. It's it's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. I think that's a great place to wrap this up. Um, obviously, yeah, you're in Kamloops, so yeah, you you obviously you're you're here practicing. How can people get hold of you who are who are in Kamloops? Yeah, um, they can email me. My email is Kayla Ruddock, RMT at gmail.com. That's K-A-Y-L-A-R-U-D-D-O-C-K-R-M-T at gmail.com. Awesome. And say I am in Victoria and, you know, I can obviously Google RMT near me or in Victoria and I'm going to get a whole list. That can be actually quite overwhelming, that whole, whole bunch of people. But say, for example, if I wanted to call up and actually have a conversation with that therapist or the, the the spa or whatever they're working at if i'm not you know how can is there anything i can ask them about like the session or the therapy just to just so i can find like the right practitioner because you know massage isn't cheap and i want you know yeah no i think um that's a great question i think it's definitely um depending on what you're looking for and highly individualized but i would say um ask around Um, especially if you're looking for more of a relaxing massage and you just need to get, I mean, stress, we all know is, is a killer. Um, so if you need to really, 
de-stress, find, ask your friends, ask people that, you know, ask people that are, are doing well with their body and, um, and that are investing in their body, who they found that works well for their body. And, and, um, also kind of what kind of massage it is, depending on what you're looking for. Beautiful. Kayla, thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. I really enjoyed that. Thank you, Simon. It's been a pleasure. Um, thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. We will be back next week. Um, this is the official True Hope Canada podcast, True Hope Cast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. All show notes will be in the um, description below so you can get access to everything we've kind of spoken about today. If you want to connect with True Hope Canada, we've got a brand new website brand new podcast brand new blog got some really great stuff happening for the new year you can go to truehopecanada.com to get connected with that and yeah we're on facebook instagram me we youtube all the usual sites um lots of content coming out each and every day so um don't hesitate to jump in there and get connected um this has been the true hope official canada podcast have a beautiful day goodbye